the vacation too. It's another Nat Shift Tuesday. On behalf of First Amendment Sports Basement Podcast Studios from Kensington, Maryland, I'm Ken Marangolo, and back from his approved PTO, Kevin Ricca. Hey, man, it was a great vacation, but I want you to know I slathered up nicely the SPF 30 before I came down here tonight, just in case it got hot down here. It, it often does uh, get very hot, especially on the hot box, which is a, a, an entirely different show. Uh, Great that, show. That you Great won't show. hear this evening uh, because uh, Kevin and Darren McClinton uh, are also on company approved PTO vacation. We take that very seriously. We've got a nice boss. Yes. Uh, we, we, we appreciate that. Uh, he appreciates that. She appreciates that. Yeah, All right. So does. the Washington Nationals, a team we love, a team we have high hopes for, a team we believe in. Stop me if I'm. It was the best of of times. It was the worst of times. This is some. I remember remember saying uh, when we've been doing the Nat shift since the winter and, you know, well well, well before the season. And I remember saying, I think we both agree and I think we still do. I mean, if if you're talking about a team, you know, that's 500 or or struggling at this point of the season, we're going to be talking about things that that went wrong, you know, and that's, that's true. That's a true statement. When we said. There was no reason why this team shouldn't win the division by 20, um, that, that they're you know a, a legitimate World Series contender, which they still are. Um, this season is not going to go the way we envisioned uh, beforehand, Kevin. Uh, and that's not a that's not the ter- that's not a bad news situation. I think it's it's reality, um, and we're on a different path, but we're still on one that can end grandly. That's, that's the reality I love about the basement. I mean, to all the fans out there freaking out, hey, knuckle up, Mister Softy. It's, it's summertime here in D.C. That, that, that soft serves a melting. you got to be able to knuckle up and come strong for 162 rounds. Yep. 80, and and if you're going to put that curly W on a hat when you walk out the house, you got to be ready for 162 knockout punches. It's going to happen. This is the first time we've been involved in the real deal since I can remember. And last year was not the real deal, and that's why it ended the way it did. Mm-hmm. And I, I like Bryce Harper's statement saying, let's go. Let's go get it. Let's see what we got. And I, and I enjoy the, the player meeting and everything that happened since, to a certain degree. But sometimes, when you don't have enough arrows in your back pocket, that bow is not going to work that well. Yep. And, uh, no, that's what's happened to us right now. But, like I said, the best of times, the worst of times. What an awesome, incredible week at times. What a demoralizing, hard way to watch baseball at times. Yep. Buckle up for the 162. That's all I'm going to say. And uh, what, uh, afterwards, if it doesn't work out the way we all hoped... Have at it. But in mid-June and in early July, it's not time to hit the panic button. It's time to root for this team down five and a half with 73 left. 73 left. Do we need some work? Yes. Do we need some help? Yes. Do we need some health? Of course. No excuses. It's time to go out there and play a little baseball. And the Summer Sons of Washington, you know, I still have a firm belief in them being the last one standing here in the NL East, Ken. I think you do as well. And like you said, it's going to come at a different pace than we're used to. And I love that, just like the Washington Capitals did what they did after a different pace, after winning everything and all the time. Let's go about it the hard way. Let's get it done the hard way. We we talked about, you know, a a team that we thought was weak going into the playoffs based on the level of competition it faced down the stretch last year. 
You've spent a lot of time down the stretch uh, in the majors playing your division, which is what happened last year. It's going to happen again this year. We all said we wanted the NL East to be better. We thought that that would be, uh, you know, iron sharpens iron. You yes, know? sir. And that's we're getting our wish, and you know, uh, and we're and we're scuffling. And before we get to the week that was, you know, we do have to talk about you know one piece of bad news. One of our all stars went on the DL, Sean Doolittle. He'll be back after the break. I think he's they're giving him a little bit of a rest. Uh, but if you if you look at getting back Doolittle and Strasburg after the break, I think um, I think that's pretty awesome. Uh, I don't want to sugarcoat it. I would never like to see the words do little and DL next to each other. But at this point in time, um, he's, he's worked a lot. Uh, he's been very productive and efficient, including very, very recently. So um, give him the rest he needs. Yeah, and he won't be limping around here at All-Star Weekend. He'll be glad-handing and kissing babies and doing his thing. Oh, yeah. And it's not a – you know what? They're giving him an extended vacation, similar yeah. to – Similar to the the people that run First Amendment sports, you know, we just get them when we want them. You just got to mostly let when we need go. Them. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's a toe inflammation, yeah. I believe. So um, there's no need to get alarmed. I, I think we're a, a, a mature enough fan base now where we understand how the DL is used in the in the majors um, in August and the way it should be used by the best teams in baseball. Yes, some guys like Max Scherzer is never going to want. A single day off and really probably doesn't need one. Maybe in a year or two that, that might change. Uh, but there's guys you're not going to just, you know, sit for, for whatever. But there are guys who you do. Uh, uh, Steven Strasburg is a guy that has been managed on the DL. And it freaks people out to see the headline. Freaks me out, but it's going to be the case. It yep. always has been and yep. it will continue to be so. So we get some good guys coming back. We, I, I, you know, we're 500. We're five and a half out of the uh, NL East lead. Um, and the, the week was... Pretty close to that, too. Yeah. I, I, You know what? I did in my head, and I'm coming back off PTO, and I didn't. I, I might have failed to inform everyone, but I, I've started this after the players-only meeting in the game. Okay. And uh, what happened here against Boston over the 4th of July, I was in North Carolina for, and uh, there wasn't exactly a local Comcast. There wasn't a <laughs> Masson Sports or whatever it is now, NBC, or whatever mm-hmm. they call it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't watch it on TV except for Monday night. You know, that was the Scherzer Porcello, and that didn't work out the way we wanted to. Oh, was that that game? Yeah, I know. I felt bad for you. That was tough. Well, I'm going to say this real quick about Doolittle. When you have Herrera, Madsen, and Kinsler available to uh, take that role, and you have three guys like that, it's nice and easy to let a guy uh, maybe take a few extra days off. Absolutely. Now, when you have a T. Strachan sitting next to you, it's a little easier to let me go off down to the Outer Banks and head around to Bethany and do my thing. Without a doubt. Real deal. Let's in be the honest. House. There's certain positions that we can't afford that. And uh, I am happy to see Weeders back. I hope you are, too. I am. Oh, and God. I, are you I, kidding I, me? Yeah, I know you are. I know. I know. I'm not giving you a hard time. I'm yeah. saying uh, this, is a, this was a necessity. But sending Severino down was the surprise. Kind of uh, piqued my interest. Yeah. I mean, well, he... He flung the bat is what he did. And yeah. That's the first time I've heard our guy go in on someone. He, he, he despised it. Yep. He despised the 18-4-W, Pedro Severino, three-run homer, stare it down and flip the bat towards the dugout. And he came out and said, look, if you're there, you're there. If you do it, you do it. If you've had two, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Act like you've been there. If it's your second homer of the year, you don't do that. And next thing you know, he's got his ass back riding buses. Yeah, I mean, our, our, our catchy, catcher battery uh, was uh, has been very bus-worthy. Um, 
pew. In this general, P-U. so you. I was. I mean, there was really no wrong decision uh, in my mind. If Mm-mm. you're bringing Weeders back to p- play some ball, hopefully. And they believe in Severino, and this is part yeah, of the journey. Of and I think that's part of the uh, yeah. But he's. Oh, I mean, we both love Severino. We both love the fact that our um, organization is halfway loaded with halfway decent number two catchers. Um, Keyboom and oh, Severino. There's been a lot of number two catchers <laughs> yeah. here. For the last two months. We right. got number two catchers, uh, and that's where we're good, and that's 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 why there's a huge hole there, and that's why Weeders fill, Weeders does fill it. Um, he's clearly the best catcher we have, and will probably be the case if he can stay healthy for the rest of the season. Yeah. Because if the if the Marlins think that we're giving up either Robles or Soto for Real Muto, it's not happening. And yeah. And I'm and I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay with that. Um, but God, we need something to happen for us at the catcher spot. Um, we do, but the, the other part of the battery is the part that's that's everyone knows. All right, so and, we're, and we're what's what's that? So, so we are the worst. It's so gross. We were the number one starting rotation as reported on at the at the time of air on this show on a Tuesday night in I want to say even like beginning of May, or in fact maybe through May. And we had, like, the month of all months. Yeah, we did. We led the majors and everything. Yeah. And the wins, most importantly. And I believe Win our, percentage, most importantly. I believe we're last now. Are we, like, are we not la- a, last? We went to freaking last. You know how it gets there? You want to know how it Let's gets there? It. We well, do. there's a lot of injuries, and you know that. But in the last 12 combined starts, you know, Gio and Roark, man, when we needed them to step up when Strauss goes down, you know, you can't just rely on the Fetties and the, and the Rodriguez's. You can't. No. Last 12 combined starts, these dudes are 0-8. They've gotten past the sixth inning once in 12 outings. They've pitched four innings or less six times, and the two of them have given up 35 walks in 55 innings. Like look, Gio is the guy I railed on the last time we talked about this, but it, we're going to focus here on, 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 on Tanner. Tanner yeah. has not looked good. Three and – what? Not three and ten. Three and ten? That's worse. I believe it's worse. Three and eleven. In the last six starts, he's 0-5. He averages five innings. Thank God he got to a seven a couple times. But he's given up 48 hits in 31 innings and 27 earned runs. I mean, you're almost giving up an earned run an inning. You're, 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 you're certainly giving up one and a half hits, however that works out. An inning. And you're not giving your bullpen a freaking chance. And then when you throw in the Helixson coming out there and blah, 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 and Jeffrey Rodriguez. Listen, Ken, the pace of play as a fan watching the game on television is disturbing. I mean, doesn't it bother the just ever-living shit out of you yeah. that it's the third inning, an hour and 20 minutes into the game, because our guy's acting like a third? And our guy has 112 pitches. <laughs> right, exactly. You're like, how did he throw 112 pitches? I, I always see the pitch count. Sometimes I'm like, Geo, I don't, like, are they counting the times you threw a ball to... First like, base? <laughs> first base? Warm-ups? What the fudge is going on, man? But yeah. uh, can you imagine being in the infield after Scherzer plays... And you understand the pace he works with and how aggressive he is and what he does, how he attacks hitters. To come out and deal with that, it's oh, yeah. demoralizing as a fan. It's got to be demoralizing as a position field player. Yeah. And then you put the pressure on yourself. Now your at-bats come like an hour and a half in between each other. Oh, yeah. You're trying to remember what the hell you're working on. The whole negative aspect of the starting pitching is the domino effect that's killing us. And our bullpen's got to want to just battle royale the hell out of the five starters. I want to know what's our. I want to know what our total bullpen WL is, because I I think it's actually halfway decent looking. Uh, They've gotten all the wins. They had all the wins except for one or two in the last month and a half. Miller has five. Yeah, it's all. Miller I mean, it's, has five. 
<laughs> yes. But you He's know why? Ace. You know why? Because in the last 29 starts for us, two starting pitchers have gotten a W. Yep. I, it just it just baffles my mind. And one of them's Fetty. Fetty, Fetty and Fetty in the Philly blowout, and Max, who's you know poor yep. Max. I I leave him out of all this. When I said five starters for the bullpen, I meant four. Leave Max out of it. Yeah. He's doing what Max does. He's doing fine. Yeah, Matt, Matt, shit, we're lucky to have that guy. Uh, I mean, Tanner Rourke's, is he just, All right, so done? real fast on Tanner, he's, uh, he's making $6.5 million for us at age 31 in 2018. He has, two, he has one more year of arbitration left. Before he's an unrestricted free agent, so I can't wait to see what that comes out. Let's, give let's him seven bucks. Give him seven dollars. He and might a metro card. He might decline arbitration. <laughs> um, so, but you, listen, you walk, you go into a season with Tanner Roark any any time, the same way we went into it this season. He's not he's he's not Scherzer. He's not Strasburg. He's you know lately he's not Geo, um, and you just hope if he could be a, a solid fourth starter, he he would. Uh, you know, that's a huge thing to have, you know, a, a huge luxury. It hasn't been that luxury, but obviously the numbers are, are lopsided. It's so weird for me to see 3-11 and 11 next to his name. Um, but Gio, the thing about Gio, he, he like, he's like the freaking public defender in My Cousin Vinny when he, like, goes up and he just starts stuttering. And you're, like, watching him at the mound. You're like, dude, like, we talked about this. All you got to do is throw strikes. He's got more walks than strikes in his last six starts. What the hell, man? You've you've done that before. I'm getting. I better. thought we got past that. I I it's it's he's uncanny. He's in the frozen section, and he's not melting any of this stuff. But you know what? The thing about Geo still now, of course, I'm there's a little bit of recency here because I was just uh, watching it happen um, within the last week. Was when he got in that bases loaded. I think I believe it was against the Marlins. Bases loaded jam again. Pl- Hundred plus pitches. <laughs> no, it was like seventy nine. With one out in the third inning. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. And, and, and so, and, but he got out of it. He maintained a 2-2 game. Um, is that the game that Mark Reynolds won yes. sending off? Okay, yep. we'll get to that. But yep. So the thing about Gio is I still I, – so I expect him to have the bases loaded with one zero or one outs in, like, the second inning almost every single time. But I don't always expect to be out of the game at that point as we would if Rodriguez or um, – Roark were pitching lately. Yeah, you're not mad at him. You're just disappointed. With Roark, you're like, get, get, go outside. Get, get out of here. Leave. What are you doing? Yep. What's happening? Yep. What happened to you? You were a bulldog. Now you're a pussycat. Yep. You were a competitive guy when you were hitting 95. Now you're hitting 91, 92. You're not hitting your spots. You're not getting out of jams. You know, I've always said Gio's been the mafia. He creates problems that don't exist. He solves them. He but gets he out of them. He does. And it's then, crazy. But, yeah, but, yeah, but the bullpen doesn't give a damn if you go four and 4.2 innings. You can't just go five and a third. No, get especially to the seventh. We, especially when we don't score any runs. And stop and stop deeing around with the seven and eight guy in the lineup, and then having a, like a chess match, full count battle with the other team's pitcher. Like I, I just can't yep, I know. for the life of me figure out why he doesn't realize that the, the lack of confidence, the lack of, you know, I don't want to say confidence. I think he's a confident guy, but consistency drives me nuts. And he's just in a geo spell. I do believe that. I believe that's a geo spell. You know, he's 0-3 in his last six starts. The whole 0-8 thing is five of them is Roark. You just expect one of those two guys to see their, their battery mate go down and step the hell up yeah. and, and, and do something about this situation. And they both just lied down. I'll tell you who's going to have to do something about the situation is Rizzo. Um, but Damn. before we get there, right. yeah. before right. we get there, who had the best week in your opinion? And I, well, I think everyone knows who yes. had the best week. Uh, National League. 
player of the week. Yes. Uh, uh, like a dream week. That's why I was saying the best of times, the worst of times. It's, the, it's amazing. If you were watching, good for you. You oh, saw something special. I, I watched every, my son Jake and I, and it was so special to see him. And, and knowing, knowing that he was two RBIs away from Rendon's record. Yep. Which and, was last and, year. And, and, and watching Bob Sendley hold Soto on third with the knowledge that if this guy gets up, while having to have a base hit happen, so he didn't lead off the next inning where he but couldn't get he was He put the stop sign on out of like dignity and respect Possibly. to the game, I think. Sure. At the end of the day. But as a fan, I wasn't thinking that. As a fan, I as was excited fan, I was to like, see Soto on the, the, on, on the yeah. And then we were waiting to see if it was going to be a hit or as if that was going to be the, the... By the way, shout out to Coach Ricca, who I hope is listening to this week's show. Because uh, last I had Rendon on my on my fantasy, yes, yes. and and it was an amazing day yeah. that we just it it was I think he scored like half my season's total yeah. points in that one day. I I mean I coach you I remember your I could hear your facial expression. I don't know if you've called me more than once or twice ever, <laughs> but that was definitely one of those times, and it was awesome, and I, I it was just as cool to see uh, Reynolds do it. I mean, come almost. Very true, but you know he gets caught up in the fantasy stuff. Yeah, as yeah, a Red yeah. Sox of, course, fan. of course, and you know it, and he does love the Nats, but he's a Red Sox guy first and foremost, and a, well, fantasy baseball first and foremost. Mm-hmm. I'm the opposite. I'm the guy that likes the talking about you know Defoe and what he's been doing lately. Yeah. Defoe is not on his radar, even though he's a fan. Point being, Mark Reynolds with the walk off coming five for five, ten RBIs. Yeah, just the magic. Then coming in and throwing an inning like he had the little league. Like dream season in. Did he throw an inning or just days? one out? I think it was uh, one third of an inning. One third of an inning, right? Yeah. Yeah, but he got in there. I mean, yeah. he didn't cover first, but whatever. Yeah, and, I, and he should know that. But and, and I think that it was a situation where we talk about Severino's antics. Yeah. Um, I I don't think it was disrespectful to the game when they put Mark Reynolds in at that no, point in time. It was a necessity. Yeah, and I think it, it helped the team, and I don't think anyone took it the wrong way. Any anywhere you watched, and and what does the guy do? He he performs. And and he said, "I've been in Davy's ear. I've not pitched since little league, but I've always wanted to do. It. I knew I can." He goes, "I had all these ideas about what I wanted to do once I finally got the opportunity." He goes, "Once you get out there, it was over. I didn't do anything. You know, he's got a nasty knuckleball, and he threw it once or twice, yep. I think." But he said he had all these thoughts and ideas of this dream. And what, what a week to do it. Can you imagine the adrenaline, the amount of adrenaline going through that man's body over a 72-hour span? It should, it, it a should be. A pinch hit walk-off home run before the greatest game. Two home runs in two pitches. Two home runs. Two, back-to-back home back-to-back runs. Back-to-back pitch home runs. With another home run, a double, and two singles. Yeah. Ten RBIs. Yeah. That and then guy, he came back the next day, I believe, and was like two for four. Two for four, absolutely, with a walk. And a with a walk and a strikeout. Yeah. Uh, with a walk and a and pitch a, strikeout. And a scored run, yes, and a strikeout. Zero, yes. Yeah, zero, a, a zero point zero. I was just listening ERA. to positives. Yeah, but he yeah, actually yeah. had a walk, a strikeout, and a strikeout. And a strikeout, yes, exactly, exactly. exactly. Um, yeah, eight for 11. And then I, I think it's a whole of five I mean, games. Eight for 11 with 11 ribbies, six runs scored, two walks, a strikeout, and a strikeout. I mean, come on, man. I think that's a Hall of Fame uh, booth. That's come like a, it's, it's got to be a, a week. It's got to be uh, in like the one hit wonders. It, I mean, no offense to Mark Reynolds, but if he's not going to the Hall of Fame as a uh, any other way, but this was yeah. something. No, I'm trying to explain to my son why he's not going to the All Star game. It's yes. been very difficult. Yes, but when he when he when after a month a month goes by and he's not on a major league roster after uh, I think 90 RBIs and 30 home runs last year. Uh, so they asked him after his first onslaught at the beginning of the season, 
well, you know, what's been your training regimen? He said, I'm coaching my son's, fall, uh, my, son's little, my son's little league team and playing a lot of golf. He just came in here like buck naked. He's making a million dollars, guaranteed. Uh, he and, earned it in one he week. He's the exact opposite of Oliver Perez in, my, in terms of guy that you guarantee <laughs> money to and you carry because you guaranteed money to. He's a producer, and, and I mean, listen, I love what I saw because I'm a Nats fan, and it was amazing to watch. But the, I mean, he's the, he's the he's what makes he's what turns bad to good in in the locker room in that dugout where things have just looked bleak and terrible because we haven't been winning the way we think we should. Baseball players love guys like Mark Reynolds, and if you have them and you got them for a million bucks because no one else had a use yeah. for him, I mean, God, that's you ha- you can't. And you talk about Wilmer Defoe, who had also who's been. I think, you know, under been underappreciated as of late. You have to have guys like this. You have to have them because you know, obviously you need you need you need Bryce to be better than 218. He's doing a lot of other good things. You're getting you're getting your hits from Rendon. You're not getting them from Murphy. Trey Turner's an all-star um and and Juan Soto, but you know, without the Defoe's and the Reynolds and the Adams for that matter, like you're not you're not a true contender, and that's why I love Rizzo, and I hope he gets to exercise his uh, talents here before the 31st, because he must have had naked pictures of the GM in San Diego when he gives up Steven Souza. We pull back Joe Ross and Trey Turner, so let's not forget what Trey Turner did when you say bets of the week. The week was encapsulated after the players only meeting and the blah 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 and this that and yeah. the other, which only means something if something good happens. Sure. And then nothing good was happening down nine nothing until Trey went center field to make it nine to one. Then Trey decided not to stop. And yeah. how do you how does Trey get how does Trey get shade from Mark Reynolds when he has a three for five night with a uh, go ahead grand slam to put us up ten to nine when we were down nine to nothing. Eight RBIs and three runs. It was superstar, a stud, superstar stud. performance. He launched himself, literally. The, the diff- so, the, the thing about Mark Reynolds, just so we're clear, because Trey Turner's eight RBI game was, had was just as important. It was packed. In fact, it was more important, and it was more. Yeah, that one was because, a blowout. That was fun to watch. That made it exciting. But and Mark, the thing about it is, Mark Reynolds isn't like a isn't our a franchise. Uh, linchpin player of our organization in the sense that we brought him up. I mean, the thing about Rendon, when he did it last year, you thought to yourself, uh, yeah, he's Anthony freaking Rendon. That's what Anthony freaking Rendon can do. And and it was awesome and crazy and that no one ever does it still. But with Mark Reynolds, you know, he's... It's just magical because he's, he's he's a depth guy. He is a depth guy who just had one of the greatest days ever. Um, and and on, on Trey's side, he is a organizational linchpin position player. Yes. We expect great things. He's capable of great things. He launched himself from, um, you know, got a pretty good national that we get to watch on a daily basis. He's part of the national conversation now. That that day elevated him. He missed an opportunity on ESPN the other day, um, but he is um, his name is on people's tongues. Um, he's an exciting young player, uh, and I, and. It looks like he walked out of the cornfields. And when if you build yeah, it, they will people come. Like him. Uh, and he has that haircut. He has that shoeless Joe Jackson type feel. That baby face assassin. Yep, he's he, got, he's got staying I power. I love him. Staying power. And the only thing Mark Reynolds didn't do this whole week was jump and throw the ball yep. quite the way he does it. And I love that style. I love what Trey Turner does. I I, I hashtag voted Trey as many times as I could when you were on that phone call here. Sydney. That's good. And uh, I, well, you know. My, my wife, my kids, we, we adore him, and he's going to be around for a while. You know, 
Mark Reynolds said after his 10 RBI performance, I think I just allowed myself to stay on the roster for about three more weeks. You know, he's very self-deprecating, and you got to love him for it. But yeah, Trey Turner's 8 RBI come from behind after the players only meeting, putting us on his back and hitting that grand slam. And then right, when he ran around first base, I haven't seen that emotion out of him in quite a while. And then he contained himself yeah. real quick, yeah. knowing that there was three more innings to play. Yep. We got back there quick. Now, hey, I, I love that he's our guy at short. He has had some web jams this week that haven't really gotten to the top ten that are right there, 11 through 15. He's had about six of them. We're the dude turning lots athlete. of double plays. Lots of double plays. Him and Defoe. Yes. Uh, it's turning into a, quite a, a good battery. And and just so we're we're giving you some, some Daniel Murphy, um, he, uh, he's looking a little bit more like himself in the batter's box. But if we're being completely honest, you know, you would call him a liability at second base. I mean, if you're not looking, if you if you're not, you're going to bring in Defoe late in. Hey, he was a liability at second base before we That's signed true. him to a three-year okay. deal Fair two enough. years ago. So I think he's getting close to himself. But yes, Ken, you're right. Wilmer Defoe makes things look a lot easier over there. He just does. And that's yeah. a fact. Yep. Uh, and I'm with you on that. But I think Murph playing second the last few nights has looked kind of like himself. You know, there's not a ton of range. He's not going to f- wow you. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna get you before the pitch, if not after the pitch. Yep. Uh, I Listen, it's a good, it's a good transition, um, at our second base situation, uh, to um, talking about as we get closer to the trade deadline, as we see kind of I don't. I think we've we've been hot and heavy on the starter. I, I want to tease maybe a little bit more in depth. We come in next week with, it had, you know, if we've not done a deal yet, maybe a little bit more um, on who, who's a legitimate target. Um, you know, not, let's not wish for the stars, but let's find you know let's find some guys. I think we need to make the move. Do we need two? So you're getting Strasburg back. That's one. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've I've already counted that one. I think. I think I don't think we have the bullets, to be honest. With I don't you. mean two aces. I mean, do we get somebody else? I think we need a big dog. Do we need a medium dog? So I think the answer is yes. Uh, sorry, I think I think the second dog, medium dog, is a is a uh, want. Okay, so the thing about the Washington Nationals is that when it clicks, it's as good as it gets. Mm-hmm. Period, and so. I don't think that this team is in need of like a Cleveland Cavaliers style trade deadline deal where you just change every, you just you're just like hey, you know what we're just doing this different no, the rest no, of the way no, and then no. and then it ends up good, no. but I don't think that's us. So that's why I only say one. I think it's a it's a um, alpha starter. Ho- uh, you know, hopefully with some control, we'll find some options. We'll, we'll pick next week. We'll pick who we think is the the, the guy that we're gonna attach the first moment sports seal of approval on. Um, we're not going to – it'll be a, re- a realistic select- selection. If Real Muto, who is the best catcher right now, uh, and he is also available, if, if if he costs Robles or Soto, I say no. I do too. Uh, you know what? I'm kind of – look, I, you know, I've been pining for the Buffalo, and his all-star appearance as a starter is not going to help us. Although, listen, our scouts have been down there following uh, – their scouts have been up here following everything they possibly can. We obviously are in some type of conversation, and I would love to welcome home to Buffalo as a rental yes. for, a, for, for not, but, you know, w- when does that price become too steep? I'm a little bit over the catcher thing with Weeders being back. Sure. Not over, over it, but you know what I'm saying. Just legitimate professional. Uh, Ramos, Weeders would be the w- Going from hitting 150 to 230 sounds all right by me. Uh, I'm freaking out about, you know, 
Forget about Roark, man. You know, he comes out, he shaves his beard and do a Doc Holiday look. Then he shaves the Doc Holiday look, and everything sucks. What's he gonna do? Shave his ass? Well, 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 maybe, you know, maybe. But but your, your ass shaving ain't gonna get your ninety-one mile an hour fastball that doesn't hit a spot back up to ninety-five when you're in bulldog territory. Not with that kind of attitude. It no, work, it's not. Yeah, but I like the attitude of the yeah. beard. I, I, I'm telling you, I'm going to give you like some attitude beard. about this. His his beard sucked. His beard was like 0-2, gave up good. 20 hits. I mean, dude, he gave up His mullet was stronger than his beard. Yeah, his uh, mullet game is I've strong. I've always loved him for his competitive nature. Yes, yes, of course. And well, now yes. he's, just, he's just, something's up with he's him, man. This, Maybe I, he's fighting something. I don't know. I, I just, I think that, um, I think that he, I, mean, I don't think he's, He's not. He's not an ace. You know, we're not, we're not asking. Him I know to be, what he's he not is. Performing near, yeah, it's kind of like what he. It's. It, it is what he is. I think. I think there's a guy like him that goes three and eleven for a lot of teams because it, it's 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 a lot of his fault this year. It is, but the hard the hard luck style. I mean, he's not. He's, we haven't supported anybody. Uh, you know, by a lot in the last month and a half. All right, that's fair. For four of those, sure. Now he's three and seven. What do you got? So I'll tell. You, I'm just going to tell you. Obviously, I'm going to go with Scherzer, Strasburg, Geo, and the guy that we sign as to be to, as to you know who I'm going to ride. It better be over Geo because Geo at this point is a rental at twelve million dollars, and he is not coming back here. And I love him to death, but he is not the guy I want in the postseason to throw seventy pitches and get our bullpen into turmoil and yeah. change the pace of the game when we have Max and Strauss out there just. Just knocking it out of the park last year. These guys yep. were acting like aces. Just you understand the feeling of the postseason. And yep. All of a sudden, your number three guy acts like he's a number seventy-two guy because your yep. one and two are both ones. And I, I get that, but yep. still, I want some competition. If you can combine them together for one game in game three, let me propose this to you because this is something I've been thinking about, and I don't think about this as being like an overly negative thought at all. I but going into this trade deadline. Um, I I think there's a a, a a universe, a dimension, not 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 the, the track that we're on, but one that exists where a Rizzo could go to a Boris and say, "Hey Scott, listen, here's the best offer the learners are going to give Bryce. Whatever it is, I'm not even saying I'm not trying to tell you what it should be, but if if Rizzo went to Boris and said, "Here's what the learners I are going to offer," I want to hit the brakes so bad. I, want I know, I know, stop. I know, Uncle. If Uncle. they say yes, Uncle. sign it. If they say no, that's where you talk about your second horse. No, because you, you asked me before, two legit guys, alpha male guys, because you're not going to do that deal unless you get the alpha male two. back. I want one alpha and one uh, medium alpha. Or used to be alpha. Or, used or to could be alpha. Be alpha or, well, or a renegade man that's going to throw strikes and listen, have some nuggets. I think uh, the sport of baseball has taught us over the years that regret if you're not a mathematician you still understand what the word regression means it means that a guy does something over a long period of time the the numbers will even themselves out with Bryce Harper the numbers will even themselves out the fact of the matter is we're the we're world series contender with Bryce Harper in our lineup period i i i am i'm sticking with Bryce through thick and thin for this duration of this season mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i firmly believe especially after seeing his swing yesterday that he is going to have a big time second half and you know what you know last week he had eight walks he you know he was four for 14 you know he, he knocked one out deep center last night yes 
And that swing looked like Bryce. Yeah. It didn't look like he was fighting himself. And no. Listen, he's gone through a hell of a... But he's working his ass off. He's I'm watching fine. Him hit he's balls fine. off a tee out of the park left he's and right. He's fine. He's fine. He's absolutely fine. He's fine. And he's... he's, a, he's Lorick he's, and Gio aren't hitting 95 anymore, and they're also not hitting spots. So that's regression to me. And Bryce isn't our problem, and I'm not suggesting that it is. But I'm, I am saying... I am offering just the perspective from an organizational standpoint that... If you don't think you're going to get this guy, just to be prepared by saying. There's a couple shortstops we got playing in the minors that everyone's going to want to have a hack at. Correct. And I don't want to give up on Robles. No. no, I mean, I don't want to give up Robles. Of course you would trade Victor Robles before you would trade Bryce Harper. A thousand and ten No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I'm out on the Harper deal. Okay. Uh, uh, Just for the record, so am I. I I don't want to. He's our ballsiest postseason performer on the roster. I want him to be a gnat for life. I want him to retire a Washington National. I, I, yeah. I honestly do. But I, all I'm saying is I, there's, a, there's a dimension where the business meets the diamond. and we're, but, but, only, but you only pick up the phone in that scenario if it's Herschel Walker deal. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, you have to consider it if you're willing to, to, to be in the, in the game. But, yeah. but you know what? But let's agree to agree that our team is a World Series contender because of Bryce Harper. No doubt. No doubt, and what he's done for Soto, and it's the first time I get to say it on air, and I'll say it quick, but shout out Doug McKinney, friend and, and, and big, uh, big time friend of the show. He tells me that they're up in New York City and Soto's got nothing to wear and they're at the Yankees deal, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Harper shows up, takes Soto down to the, just the freshest that Manhattan has to offer in the, in the world of Taylors. This man probably has been on earth for eight generations, Love it. eight decades. And you gotta, I, he wants to get measured Soto by this guy. So Bryce whips out the Amex and swipes it and pays for Soto to get some nice threads. His handler uh, communicated to Doug that Soto broke down hysterically crying and just so, uh, like, big brother, little brother. Appreciative. Appreciative that someone would look out for him like that, specifically individually, especially a man in Manhattan. You don't think Bryce Harper's got a few appointments going on when he's in town in New York? I mean... I think that's one of the things that Bryce doesn't need to have spread out there. It's one of the inside stories that made me feel good about the core of this of this uh, of this locker room, oh, yeah. uh, and 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 the non-jealous aspect of having a guy like Soto show up. You know, I mean, the way Magic embraced Michael and said, "Look, this is the guy." If you have, uh, you know, there's, if you have a you know a big contract coming your way, no matter who's paying you, and you're thinking in terms of who. Who do I want to play with? What organizations do I want to play for? Trust me, Bryce Harper is not going to choose a different team than the Nationals because he doesn't want to play for the next 10 years yeah. with a guy like Juan Soto, with oh, guys like shit. Adam Eaton, with guys like Victor Robles. Trust me, he has organizational reasons to want to be here for a very long time. Um, I'm not freaking out about that at all. But on the flip side, hey, listen, the Washington Nationals have to feel very, very good about the uh, outfield depth that they have in, in the long haul. Hell yeah. Um, so, all right. So what do we got? What do we got, Kevin? We got to get to the all. You know what? Listen, let's, 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 let's get out of here on this, Ken. We got a schedule to talk about. It is all-star week it's in all-star DC. Week. It's yeah. all-star week. It's all-star it's, week. It's here. On, I mean, we'll be recording during it, I guess. Is that we true? will be during the game. Yes, we will. The beginning of it. We, maybe we figure out a way to, I don't know if there's a way to do it, do it live or not. We'll tr- we'll, maybe, especially since that's when Max will be pitching. Uh, and that's when Bryce will be batting. And and uh, you listen, Trey Turner is making this team. Uh, please vote. Please vote. Vote Trey. Vote Trey. Vote get, Trey. Get him in there because he's the kind of guy who won't start. 
Um, but it, he'll get in and he'll stay in. And he'll steal a base and someone will get a hit and he'll have the game winning run. Yep. You heard it here first. Or, and he'll make a great play in the field. Yeah. We got, uh, until then, we're going to finish up this series. Can we like, take care of the punk ass Pirates Against and the Pirates can we, in Pittsburgh. Can we do this? Listen. How, how many games? We so got a, tonight. We and got, then we four got four game with the Mets can or three? Counting today's game. Tonight and we have tomorrow a six, with the Pirates. We have a six game uh, Nat Shift week. All right. Because the Mets, I, 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 I can't even understand who their lineup is. If we can't take care of that business, three and one. Yeah, they have, they have uh, fallen hard. We, we got the uh, tonight and tomorrow against the Pirates. We uh, are in New York for a four game set Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, and I think uh, you'll see a little bit of Scherzer right off the bat on Thursday. My guess is they'll line him up for that all-star start. If uh, not, someone needs to be punched in the face. If not, someone needs to be punched in the face. But the, 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 the interesting part of our run-up to the break is that um, you're getting Tanner, Jeffrey Rodriguez, and Jeremy Hellickson following Max Scherzer. Oh so God. it's gonna... But we don't get to Grom. We don't get to Grom, and they stink. So it's going to be a five-hour game, and hopefully our big guns take care of it in the end. Yes. The only five-hour baseball game not played <laughs> by Boston and New York uh, on any given day in the majors. God. That's what we do. Like We make more money for commercials and advertisements uh, than any other team in the league because we, we're on until the, like, the wee hours in the morning. I DVR that stuff, butthole. Stop trying to fake me. All right. I'm saying you miss out on all the terrible ads after 11, like wreck the care uh, and walk in baths, well, like walk in baths. Really? Is that, is that who they think is watching it? One thirty in the morning on the replay, walk in baths. So what's this rectum care? Yeah, wreck the care. <laughs> it's like preparation H, except yeah. they have a, be- it's a better name for is what preparation H is. Nothing could ever be better than the match and the pad putting out the match. Yeah, so the pad putting out the match. Right. Everyone's like, what's preparation H? Yeah. But no one ever said, I what's wreck the care? I was sold for life at that moment. <laughs> And sorry, Recticare. Yeah. You're gonna have to come up with something bigger than the match and the tux. The bag. match and the yeah. tux. Hey, we're going back next Tuesday for an all-star night in the basement. You know, we're gonna have to have an all-star theme for the, the entire night in the basement I agree. that night. We, I agree. We're gonna work on that. Uh, that's gonna flow all the way through the audible and the hot box. We will push it through. Um, until then, this yeah. man to my left is Kevin Rickup. Hey, thank you guys for listening. Working awesome full time again. Can. Thanks for having me back into the basement, oh, buddy. I'm glad felt, I was allowed re-entry. Felt right. It felt right. It felt like a real Tuesday. Missing Real Deal, missing Stabby, missing Tim Strachan. We'll get caught up with them here in a few minutes on The Audible uh, over on Hawks Haven. Appreciate you guys checking us out on a Tuesday night. On behalf of First Amendment Sports, Basement Podcast Studios all across Kensington, Maryland, I'm Ken Marangolo, and this was The Nats Shift. <laughs>